This is Songs in Scripture by Ngoni. Enjoy.
Welcome back to another episode of Songs and Scriptures. I'm Morel Francis. Today our devotional comes from Psalm 63. Psalm 63, a psalm of David when he was in the wilderness in Judah. This was probably written when David was seeking refuge from um, or during Absalom's rebellion. We start in verse 1. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. You know, from what I understand, the Judean wilderness is probably one of the driest and most barren lands in the world. In the summertime, temperatures can reach as high as maybe 50 degrees Celsius. That's over 120 degrees Fahrenheit. And the only relief from those um, desert dry sands is early in the morning. In verse 1 in our text, that, that word earnestly in the, in the King James Version is translated as early. Early will I seek you. That, that's when David seeks God. He, David seeks God out early. You know, it can be said that man can live 40 days without food and three days without water and eight minutes without air. But he can't live a single minute without God. As, as David is describing this barren, um, dry land, he could very easily be talking about our world today. We live in a materialistic wasteland, a dried up spiritual climate. And what it does is that it leaves people hungry and thirsty for spiritual truth. And that, only, and that truth comes only from a true relationship with God, because it's only God that can satisfy us. Verse 2, So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Remember that David had left his palace, he had left his harem, he had left his throne, he had left his city, and the only thing that he longs to return to is the sanctuary, because there is where he's going to find the presence of God. Verse 3, Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. Verse 4, so I will bless you as long as I live in your name. I will lift up my hands. See, remember that David was king and he experienced a, a lot of life and extravagance and excitement and, and pleasure and adventure and fame, but, but none of that stuff held a candle to God's goodness. He says in verse 3 that your love, God, is better than life itself. Verse 5, my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. Verse 6, when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. Verse 7, for you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. Verse 8, my soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. You know, it's interesting to note that, that David gives God both ends of his day. Back in verse 1, he said, Early will I seek you. And then here in verse 6, 
He says, I will meditate on you in the watches of the night. He's giving God both ends of his day. When he wakes up, God is the first person that he talks to. Before he goes to bed, the last person he speaks to is God. And in verse 8, he says, my soul clings to you. The King James Version translates that phrase, my soul follows hard after you. Let me ask you today, how about you? Do you follow hard after God? Do you follow Him aggressively? Or do you just sort of toy with Him? Do you just play with the things of God only when it's convenient? You know, like when it's just right in front of us and we have nothing else to do and so we just happen to walk by our, and, and we see our Bible sitting over in the corner and we think, okay, maybe I'll just pick this up and just read a few verses. Is that how we treat God? Or do we follow hard after Him? In the morning when we wake up, He's our first thought. And at night when we go to bed, He's the one that we want to end our day with. You know, this psalm expresses a longing. Uh, uh, it, it utters a deep need. We ache and we hurt and we cry and we wait. And in a sense, all of our longings are the same. I mean, yes, we're different people with unique lives and individual feelings, but, but our longings, our friends' longings, and even our enemies' longings all point in the same direction. The objective of our longings is God. God designed us to long for Him. Every hunger pain, every craving to, to buy something or to belong to something or even to right a wrong shows that in our deepest needs, we long for God. We want to know Him. We want to be known by Him. We want to love Him. And we want to be loved by Him. Remember that woman at the well in John chapter 4? Jesus meets this woman and she's thirsty for God, but she doesn't know it. She'd been divorced five times. She'd been ostracized by her community. She avoiding people by preferring to draw the water alone. She tried dodging Jesus' conversation with this religious chit-chat. But the more he talked, the more she craved what he had. And soon that woman with the water jar found herself asking Jesus for a drink. Who could have guessed that the living water that he was talking about was the gift of his own blood by which her life could be redeemed. That woman didn't know that she had been praying but she was. She'd been going from husband to husband, relationship to relationship, from fad to fad, and she was pleading and searching and seeking for God. Are you following hard after God? Father, 
Our hearts are restless until we find rest in you. Thank you for finding us in our need and for filling us with your love and your life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.